Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And now ladies and gentlemen, this is Learn to Kick Fear with Love. Take Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb with love right now. Right now. Right now. What's going on, everybody? This is Lolita, a.k.a. Lo, and thank you for listening in to another episode of the Take Action Real Estate Investing Show with me, with your girl. I'm really excited. I have a uh, very, very special guest, and he is going to share one of the things that he has created that has pretty much totally rocked the real estate investing community. And it has made, I know my life um, as a real estate uh, investor, much, much easier, and as well as our business. None other than Mr. Dan Schwartz. So what I want you to do, all right, before I introduce him on, I want you guys to, to turn off your Facebook, turn off your phones, and I really want you to listen in to what he has to share and take some notes, okay, because he's going to be sharing some really good nuggets, and I'm really excited about him and sharing about Investor Fuse. So without any further delay, I would like to welcome Dan Schwartz to the show. Hey, Dan. What's up, love? How are you? Can't complain. Life is good. <laughs> yes, it is. Fantastic. Um, and before we dig in, I just want you to share a little bit about yourself. You know, where are you from and, you know, how long you've been an entrepreneur? When did you get started in real estate? All that good stuff. Sure, yeah. I'll give you the bullet points. So, it all started after college or actually during college. I sort of got the entrepreneur kick after reading the book that you know I'm going to say, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> right. And basically making a decision. There was a decision point after I graduated where I said, so I graduated from University of Maryland with a degree in marketing, and I saw two paths in front of me. I saw the path of having a job and having inherently limited income and restricted freedom and comfort but also I saw comfort and stability and being close to you know friends and family and all of the you know great great things 
about that path. And then I also saw the path where I had limited income potential. I had personal growth, personal freedom, freedom of time to do what I want. And that path just resonates more with who I am at the soul. And I realized that real estate is probably going to be that path to, uh, to take. So after reading that book and going to some networking events and sort of plugging myself into the investor community by force as a 21 year old, you know, not really taken seriously, but the fact that you show up, I think is endearing. Got me into the scene and I met up with a business partner and done uh, like 150 plus deals since then. And in that process, I uh, learned a lot about building a business, systemizing businesses. I learned a ton about lead management, about hiring. Uh, not, I, my business partner did a lot of the real estate side of things, but my passion really is in the, the systems and the business side of real estate. And I was also touring in a band for the last six years, a band that I had formed in college. We got to the point where we were playing up to 180 shows per year in 2012, 2013, and 2014, play the drums. And I was managing my business from the road. Uh, if you can just imagine yeah. this drummer dude in the back of the van with his laptop, messing with podio systems to try to manage <laughs> his team back at home. That's That was my life for a couple of years. And uh, it got to the point where I just had to make another decision point another life path point. Do I want to be this musician dude or do I want to be a business dude with, with more freedom? And uh, I chose that route, which manifested into basically how can I help the invest the investor community? How can I use my skills to, and what I've learned, my experience to build tools that I can scale to the entire community that will help them in their business. Um, and uh, that's kind of where we are now. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, you've definitely done that. We're going to get more into Investor Fuse here in a second. Um, a couple of things you pointed out. It's another thing that we have in common is uh, music. So I, I also, uh, I was a professional gospel singer uh, with two of my cousins back in, oh, 1990-something. And uh, <laughs> so, but that was way before I got involved with real estate. But uh, yeah, I can I can share more more with uh, you about that later. But yeah, that's, that's something awesome. else that we got in common. So yes, music. But what share this with me? So tell me, did you get a mentor when when you really kind of hit the ground running? Did you invest in a mentor, or did you just kind of start learning on your own and in, in, in implementing and taking action? So I my mentors have been a, basically, I've picked and pulled from a whole slew of mentors. Mm -hmm. But since day one, I sought to surround myself in general with people that are that are more successful than me. Not necessarily a single one person, because I, I couldn't really just commit to one person. But eventually, I did invest in education programs. We did the Fortune Builders Mastery Program, and through that, you know, met a lot of great coaches that ended up mentoring us, and a 
before that, I was going to these local meetups and, you know, just picking the brains of the people that are actually doing deals. And the point when you're just starting out of surrounding yourself with these people, and by surrounding yourself, I just mean like showing up to a meetup.com, like any, anything, just anything that gets you off your, your bum looking at like wholesaling videos and actually <laughs> yeah. being around physical people because it mentally gives you the faith that this, this stuff is possible. And it's through that faith that gives you the belief to actually take the action necessary for you to do your own deals. So it never really was one particular person for me. It was more just the, the belief that I garnered by surrounding myself with people that are actually doing it. And then eventually, once we started doing deals, we realized that we wanted to take it to the next level and we wanted to have a more structured um, form of accountability. And that's what led us to Fortune Builders Mastery. That was the accountability that we needed to, to take it to the next level. And since then, even in uh, with the businesses that, I'm, that I've started since then, I've sought to surround myself with people based on what I needed help with to help me take that to the next level. Because there really is no sense in reinventing the wheel um, in this business or any business. Life's too short to try to figure it out on your own. Definitely try to try to seek the advice of someone for that specific thing that you need help with. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. Now, let me ask you this. What was, what was one of the biggest challenges you faced when getting started, you know, and, and, and the things that you just shared, you know, what, what was the biggest challenge? Was it more so the systems like you were sharing, having the systems in place or was maybe, was it the, the, the finances, you know, and understanding yeah. that you had to do that for marketing? Sure. Share that. So the biggest challenge that I had was mindset. Hmm. <laughs> um, and I also will probably give this as my big piece advice later on the mindset in particular I, I'm a confident person by nature so taking action and surrounding myself with these people wasn't the issue or talking to sellers or any of that it was really the mindset of business and systems that I had a hard time coping with because my personality is more of a I like to just create stuff on the fly like you know I'm a drummer I like to perform and create constantly be in a state of creation and generally speaking my mind avoided systems for the longest time mm -hmm. it avoided mm -hmm. organization and structure because that is not in my in my nature so I decided to overcome that and it really is just like a psychological kind of like a personality type thing that uh, I had to overcome, and it was in that process that I actually started to obsess about systems and started to actually take an interest in them, uh, just the idea of, of systems in general, but also specifically for real estate investing, how do you outsource your marketing, how do you actually create a structure for your entire business that in itself is a system that you can step away from where you're not the bottleneck of, and how do you use technology to essentially dictate what your team can do so that you can step away. And this was all done basically one, so I could overcome the mental hurdle of having structure. And then two, it was out of necessity that I needed structure.
because my business partner didn't have much structure. He <laughs> was very good at talking with sellers and you know doing the actual deals and analyzing properties and going to rehabs. He needed someone that could put structures and systems in place. And since I was on the road, I had a lot of time to think about that. And uh, I think the biggest challenges are the things that you need to take take on as hard as possible to push through. And once you do that, you'll have grown mentally, and then there'll be another challenge for you waiting on the other side. Oh, I I, I got to say, amen to that. That <laughs> that's. Um... That's really good, and uh, you're so right. And I, I have to agree with you on avoiding the organization structure. Um, yeah, I, 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 I have, realize I'm not the yeah, only one. No, no, not at all. I, I did that myself uh, for several years, and uh, yeah, you just you you really really hit that. Now let me ask you a question: How do you motivate yourself? Oh yeah, you should see, you should see my Instagram feed. I had a lot of. I subscribe to a lot of like luxury Instagram feeds where <laughs> post pictures of nice cars and mansions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of mentally or uh, you know abundance mindset. And then I also subscribe to a lot of entrepreneur and motivational quote memes type of feeds. My Instagram account is just all motivational stuff. So every morning I'll kind of scroll through that, get pumped up before I start working for the day. That's one tool that I use, although Instagram can be pretty distracting if you can curate <laughs> right. your feed so that it actually helps you uh, grow. I'm all for it. And then I also uh, I try to work alongside other people that are doing really well and have positive mindsets. I think in order to stay motivated, you got to be motivated externally by other people as well um, and, and really hone in on that you're hanging out with make sure they're not bringing you down it's easier to be motivated when you're around motivated people yes so that's i think that's how uh that's how we stay motivated absolutely fantastic now let's talk about investor fuse now this is where i i'm, I'm getting even more excited about this interview because it's like i said it's really impacted um our business you know and in in, in our life and is it is it safe to say you are the founder of investor fuse correct yeah Talk talk about Investor Fuse and how it has helped impact not only your real estate investing business, my real estate investing business, but hundreds of other real estate investors. Yeah, so let's first fast or rewind a year. Last year, uh, I had helped over like 300 people set up their Podio CRMs. So Podio is a platform that you may have heard of that is a customizable cloud-based website where you can basically have a, a whole set of structures where all your leads come in. You can follow up with all your leads, process your offers, and track everything accordingly. You track every single action that your team makes in this system, just a really fluid web-based system. This was a, something that I built out by myself. This was how this is my manifestation of overcoming my system's anxiety. And I built out something and started sharing uh, YouTube videos about this. And I got so many questions about it that I had to make a Facebook group just as one place where people can ask questions about this. And that Facebook group ended up 
kind of blowing up. Now there's 2,200 people, and it's all just people that are obsessed with systems and Podio and real estate automation. And um, through that and a partnership that I had with Joe McCall, we figured out a way to scale what I had built to the, to the whole community. And it was not super scalable. It was a very manual process because Podio, for those who aren't familiar, in order to make Podio work the way that it needs to work for really automated, hands-free follow-up automation and lead management, you need to buy a bunch of different programs. You need to buy GlobiFlow, which is the automation tool that ties into Podio. You need to buy Podio. You need an account on Podio. You need to have a Zapier.com account. And there's all these other separate marketing platforms that you have to manually tie into your Podio system. So what I was effectively doing was setting up all of these systems and tying them in in a predefined way. And people were required to sign up for all these extra systems. And it honestly was kind of becoming a big pain in the butt. <laughs> it was uh, going against the grain of what I wanted this solution to be. It was sort of a hacked together thing that the end result was there and to deliver an organized system that kind of helped you step away from a lot of the day-to-day stuff. So that, it does work. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But for me, it was very frustrating trying to scale this into what it needed to become. And that's what gave me the idea behind Investor Views. Why can't I deliver the same end result but all in a standalone, fully integrated system where you didn't have to sign up for any of these extra third-party platforms. You literally just filled out a form, and then you would have an instant workspace on your existing Podio account that did everything that we needed it to do. And then as we added features, we could push those features out to all of our users. So it was like uh, just kind of a revelation I had. Why can't we just turn this service that we Joe and I were doing into uh, software. And that's what Investor Views is. It's a software to help you manage your leads, automate your follow-up, basically do more deals with the existing marketing that you have coming in. It's a platform that I built essentially for people that are looking to scale their marketing spend. So if you have 20,000 mail pieces out, you're getting a high volume of calls, the system is designed so that you can actually execute the sales process of each of those leads without like losing track of where you are with the lead, without losing the lead itself, without knowing, uh, you know, without worrying about what your team has to do. Everything is pretty straightforward in the system of what needs to happen next. All the leads that come in are deduplicated, and all the stuff that we had figured out the hard way uh, over the over the past couple of years. Is now just in the system that is continually improving. That is where we're at now, Investor Views. At this point, uh, we're just looking to improve that base products, maybe make some other products, and just try to get the word out about that. But it's been really, really helpful for people. A lot of the other coaches are starting to catch on to its usefulness for their students. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's been great to try to figure out how to help other people overcome the same exact hurdles that I faced in my uh, earlier years. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, uh, you know, 
I use it. I'm, you know, I can testify to to everything that you're you're, you're sharing. We use it in our business. Uh, I love it. My team loves it, and uh, we'll def we've definitely been more organized, and um, um, with the automation part, and uh, been able to produce more deals uh, on a monthly basis uh, because of it. So yeah, it's great. Now let's talk about marketing. Oh, you're more than welcome. I like to ask this question to 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 my guests. What kind of marketing are you doing? to generate leads and what lead types do you focus on? Cause that's one of the top questions I always get from, from yeah. my followers. Well, I'm curious, what is the, if you were to break it down to the 80, 20, what do you think is the, the most recommended source for leads that have, that past guests have said? Or the type, the type of leads or the source? The source. Um, uh, list source has been one of the top, uh, oh, so they're doing you, 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 they're doing direct mail. Yeah, direct mail. Yes, mostly. Okay, so I was gonna say that, and uh, I totally direct mail works. So I totally think that is is a viable option, but it has atrocious response rates, and you're essentially dumping a lot of money out the window. Even though you can pull an ROI from direct mail. I do believe that there are better avenues. So if you're currently doing direct mail and it's working for you, keep doing it. If you are just starting out, you're looking to you know, do some cheap marketing or just trying to prospect for some deals, there are other things that you can do that are less competitive, that have a little higher response rates. Uh, more and more people now are sending mail to the same exact person. It's getting quite crowded. It still works just at a diminishing Turn. Would you agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. So I'm big on online marketing, and in particular, the scalable, predictable, measurable forms of online marketing, which would be PPC. Mm -hmm. Which I kind of worked with a guy two years ago to really just hammer out the details of how it would work for real estate investing, and then kind of blew up in the space as like the go-to PPC guy for real estate investing. And uh, I was sort of the guinea pig for him. And uh, I have a website actually that I'll share in a little bit where sure. you can get all these okay. vendors' uh, contact information. And some of the biggest deals that I pulled were from PPC because it is a, for those who aren't familiar, PPC is pay-per-click or Google AdWords. Right. So all those ads that show up, you type in sell house fast, Chicago. And this has been a great alternative strategy than direct mail. Some of the fattest deals that I've gotten were from PPC. And I'm not sure if it's just because psychologically the sellers are seeking you out rather than with direct mail. You're pushing stuff out to them, hoping that they respond. With PPC, you didn't reach out to them. They just clicked on a link and they filled out a form because they expressed interest in speaking with so they're already kind of ready to talk with you about selling your house right when they submit that form. No, very, very powerful form of marketing. And you can outsource the whole process, but it is, uh, you continue to invest some money into it. You have to pay for these clicks. Right. And you also have to pay someone to manage these campaigns because it's a bit of a scientific process. So I'm big on online marketing because it is 2016, but I have seen firsthand that you can make a lot of money 
when you have a quality campaign running, and then um, you have a website, you know, you got to drive traffic to it. The quickest way to do that is to uh, use this proven ad system, which is the biggest ad system in the world, Google AdWords. Now, let me ask you a question. I know that, um, yeah, pay-per-click can be a bit expensive. We've, we've ran some campaigns and, and gotten yeah. some, some leads and deals from it. Um, would you say in your experience that it's, it's a more of a affordable in lesser competitive markets than like, uh, say a Dallas, Texas, which is really yeah. competitive here? Uh, I would agree with you on that. However, there are ways to target the uncompetitive keywords and optimize for those. So for instance, in Baltimore, for some reason, houses investors, Houses investors is a term that does really well for us. It's not going to be the same for any any other markets. We don't go like spend a bunch of money on that. Right. <laughs> but these long tail keywords are how you can compete in the bigger markets where Zillow and eBay houses and home investors are all spending crap loads of money to try to, to convert leads there. So it's definitely possible. You just have to have the right person on uh, on your AdWords team and knows how to do that, but uh, I don't want to go too deep into online sure, marketing. Sure, I do believe that it works because it does, and I've yes. made a lot of money from it. But if you're just starting out, then you're gonna you're gonna want to do some harder forms of marketing, and it's only going to be harder because it'll take more personal effort rather than just showing dollars out, which direct mail is sort of just that. Just pay someone and send direct mail out, and you cross your fingers. Well, I put together a blog post about this topic, actually, that your listeners probably want to check out. Oh, absolutely. It is investorfuse.com slash leadgen, L-E-A-T-G-E-N. And basically, it uh, I pour my heart out about everything that I know about inbound marketing and prospecting. And basically, each of the tactics that I discuss, I list in order of difficulty of execution. So the easiest form being signing up for a service like ZBuyers, who just hand spoon feed you leads. Mm-hmm. That would be some of the easiest forms of lead generation. And then the hardest would be the like driving for dollars right. or networking with. You know, strategic networking, like with probate attorneys, divorce attorneys, contractors, title companies, some of the stuff that takes more legwork and everything in between. So I, you know, vacant house, driving for dollars and skip tracing the owners and calling the owners and seeing if they're trying to sell. That is the type of stuff that most people aren't willing to do because you have to put out more effort to do it. Right. Okay. It's so easy to send direct mail out. Anyone can do it have 500 bucks and a template but not everyone's gonna go around networking with all the probate attorneys with all the firemen all you know cultivating a, a group of bird dogs that are out making properties that is the stuff that ultimately if you could build a system around will give you fatter deals that nobody else has access to because they're not going to do that right so that's kind of where my mindset is i i and I actually give you actionable ways to execute each one of these things, including how to do skip tracing, which skip tracing services to use, 
And then I also show you how to set up your team speed. We're going to talk to you about that. And if you want to do direct mail, we're going to talk to you about that, which lists to use. So uh, rather than going too deep on that, I, I would just recommend you check that out. Sure, sure. And that's investorfuse.com forward slash lead gen. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Fantastic. Oh, that's good. Okay, so what's your three biggest tips? Just a few more questions. What's, what's your three biggest tips that you want to pass along to listeners that are interested in getting started in real estate investing? If you're interested in getting started in real estate investing, you got to work on your mind first and foremost. And what that means is just you need to truly believe that it's possible to the point that when you wake up, you're like, oh, I can totally do this because I met a guy last night at the meetup who told me exactly what I needed to do and he's no smarter than I am. And yeah, I can totally do this. So I'll do what has to happen next, whether it's sending an email or making a phone call focus on that next action to get you to where you go. Action leads to momentum, which will eventually lead to picking up a check with the title company. So I think just getting your mind right, uh, staying motivated, surrounding yourself with these people that are that are actively doing it, you know, and, uh, and making sure you're not overanalyzing what needs to be done. Rather than seeing the whole structure of what needs to happen, just focus on what needs to happen next. Yes. You know, just lay one brick at a time every single day until the whole house is built. And if you if you just soak that in and not let the whole big system intimidate you, it'll be much easier to do what you have to do in order to, to close a deal. So just focus on the next thing. Go to the next thing could just be to go to investors.com. Read that blog post. That is an action step. And then from there, you'll determine the next thing. And I just sort of, that's how my mind works. I just think of things sequentially. And, uh, you know, eventually once you're doing deals and you're trying to scale your marketing up, now it's time to invest in a system that can help you do that. That's, that's what investors use is. But, so I think focus on the next action. Be one tip. Lay one brick at a time. Get your mindset right by surrounding yourself with other people and cultivating a mindset of belief that can be done. And then third tip would be to go to investorfuse.com and watch the demo. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And uh, all three of those tips were, were, were great. And like you said, mindset, and I talk and preach about this all the time, uh, mindset and taking action and not putting the cart before the horse. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's great. And, Dan, I just want to no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Do you want to share something else? Yeah, I mean, it's nothing that you've never heard before, but that's because that they're, you know, tried and true. Yes. <laughs> tried and true with many. <laughs> many yes. successful entrepreneurs. You're exactly right. Um, well, again, everybody, to get, those, uh, get the breakdown of everything that he just shared um, about lead generation and, and some things that you can do uh, now, Okay, go to investorfuse.com forward slash lead gen. And if you're interested in just really getting more information about investorfuse and taking action, uh, simply go to investorfuse.com. Is that right, Dan? Yeah, and if you want to email me personally about anything, you can just do so at dan at investorfuse.com. Dan at investorfuse.com. Awesome. Okay, well, I, I really do thank you so much for taking the time. Um, 
And I'm so glad we finally connected. This was a fantastic yeah. interview. And I just want to encourage everybody that's listening, listen to this interview again, share it. Please share it. Uh, please make sure you, sh you share it on your social media sites. Um, and if it was really helpful, please make a comment. Um, and I always appreciate you guys' feedback and, uh, and things that you have to say um, about each guest and, and the interviews. And as always, how I like to end the interviews, Dan, is I tell people, now that you've heard, now what you want to do is go out, not only execute, but you want to take action. So, Dan, yes, <laughs> thank you so much again. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Keep on doing this great work, you know, sharing this knowledge with people. I think it's best to share in your success. Otherwise, you're not truly successful. So I acknowledge you for doing that with this podcast. Thank you so much for uh, giving me the opportunity to talk about my, uh, my things. You're more than welcome. Thanks again. Thanks a lot. All right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 